Hey guys, this week's episode of The Hate Journals is being brought to you by Traveling Triggers. Traveling Triggers is a company founded by advanced nurse practitioner Beth Keen. Traveling Triggers specializes in offering a great alternative to pain relief, and the best part is you never have to leave your home. Trigger point injections are used to break up muscle spasms, pain, and tightness by using numbing medications and anti-inflammatories. The results are immediate and can last up to four weeks. Now, me, myself, Black Mamba, I personally get trigger point injections every three weeks in my shoulder, and it relieves severe muscle pain that I get. And the great part is she has to come to me. So it's amazing. It's private. And it really is convenient. If you contact Beth at 775-830-4941 or email her at beth at travelingtriggers.com, Right now, she will give you a free phone consultation. You can also visit her website at travelingtriggers.com to see her pricing options as well. And she's also there to answer any of your questions. Let this be a great alternative to your pain with Traveling Triggers. Now, let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hate Journals. This week we have back again in the studio, Elijah. How are you? I'm good. How's everyone doing? I think everyone's doing the same that we are doing. Shitty. Yeah, it's uh, it's been one of those weeks. We I'm... were talking about that before we got started. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. So our lovely, speaking of weeks, our lovely AP is gone this week. She is actually ill. She does not have COVID-19, but she is sick and tired but sick like legitimately sick so you are filling in for this week which is amazing and people just absolutely <laughs> loved you they loved your voice they were just like it's so soothing oh, it's so guys. someone uh sent me a message and said it's so hypnotic oh. and i was like "Ooh, there's a good scrabble word I hypnotic <laughs> nah. oh man i uh so since last week I feel like it's just been like this roller coaster of things to do. Mm-hmm. Like I had a birthday party, a graduation to go to, um, just a lot of stuff to do. And I was talking to my therapist this morning and I said, I'm tired, but like I'm getting enough sleep, but I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like my soul is tired. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, pretty much the same. It yeah. seemed like back to back things that were coming up. Constant changes in my schedule, which for me, I hate those. They yeah. drive me insane. And then, yeah, just tired. Get all the sleep. Just wake up tired. Tired. Like, wake up tired and just be like, Ugh, I don't do nothing. I start looking at, like, when can I take a nap today? Right? From the moment I wake up. Like, I'm From the moment ready. I wake up, I'm already contemplating what I'm going to do when I get back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how it is with me. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a nap at this time. And then I just look forward to it the whole day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have this lovely hammock in my backyard, and I'm like, I cannot wait oh, this weekend to get into that hammock and just fall asleep like a baby angel, like a sweet baby angel. Yeah, I want a hammock so bad. And that's all I'll do in it is nap. It's just I'll nap. That's like all I do. old man that just sits in the backyard and just swings in his hammock and 
naps. Yeah, sometimes I push myself so I swing a little bit, and then my I have a mister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, so it feels like my mom's rocking me back to sleep again. I'm like, this can't be real. <laughs> um, what's going on? And so I have this mister, and it miss. I put ice <sighs> in it, and it miss cool droplets on me. See? I have music going. Sometimes I pop in the AirPods, depending on the mood I'm in, and then I just swing in that bitch, and I try to fall asleep it, so that I can remember nothing of the past week. Oh, that's the best. Like a little amnesia. Not a lot of amnesia. This week's been so bad that it's actually pushed me back into meditating. Like I have like it? actively started working at meditating at the beginning of the day now because I've been like, today's going to be shit if it's anything like yesterday. Yeah. Let me yeah. prepare myself. And so, it's through the grace of all of that that I have not <laughs> gone to jail. Because <laughs> I have been close all week. Oh, I? Yesterday <laughs> and Wednesday, real close. Like, I could hear the handcuffs being closed down on my wrist. Um, you meditate. How long have you been meditating for? I seriously got into it about two years ago. And, and you was... look like a motherfucker that would <laughs> meditate, too. I just want to say that just right now. That is me. Yeah, you look real kumbaya sitting in the back, just mellowing out. Yeah. I'm one of those. And so I did it for, like, a year and a half, hardcore. And mm-hmm. then I died off a little bit for about half a year. And now we're back to where I'm at now, where I'm like, no, I need to make this a daily practice again. Because I remember how I felt when I meditated. And it was it was a different vibe than I am now. Yeah. Like now I'm I'm trying really hard not to like lose my temper on people. Right. Right. <laughs> and so I see I feel like when I meditated I had a lot better control over that. Versus now where I'm just like I'll just look at someone and I'll be like I in the in my mind I'm just counting down. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something else. I'm waiting. <laughs> And it's been like that all week. Wednesday, like you said, was like a really rough one where I was yeah. like, at one point I like literally just got up from my computer and I was like, oh no, I'm done. I'm done. Oh yeah. I <laughs> legit started joking today. I was like, well, they're like, see you on Monday. I was like, maybe. They're like, I'm sorry, what? I was like, I don't know. This weekend might bring some clarity. I have no idea. I mean, look, I feel like I have a myriad of other things I could do. <laughs> For sure. Um, I have always wanted to meditate. And I found it extremely hard to meditate, like, in my own home. So, like, to sit down, and they're like, okay, think of this, and then don't think of it, empty your brain out. And I'm like, I cannot do that. It it, it takes, like, two seconds. Was it like that for you in the beginning? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Even I now trying crazy. to get back into it, it's, it's hard. hard to turn off my mind. And especially for people like us who are constantly doing things all the time right. or constantly thinking things, anytime there's silence, my mind just starts what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Oh, yes. and this and this and this and this and this and this. I don't know. It took me, I want to say a month and a half to kind of get my mind to be like, chill yeah. for a second. All those things will still be there in a second. Let us do this first. I got to, I'm going to try, I got to try it. I'm going to try it this weekend. You've motivated me because I don't like that feeling, especially I feel like yesterday was the end, was like the hair that broke the camel's back. Or wait, is the straw that broke the camel's back? The straw that broke the camel's back. I've been fucking up analogies all day. I was going to let you have it. I, was... I thank you so much. But see, that's what makes me know that you care. Um, I was talking to my therapist earlier and I was like, everybody knows that you get more uh, flies with honey than you do shit. <laughs> and then as soon as I said it, I was like, wait a minute, I think flies really like shit. Uh-huh. I think actually they prefer shit. I think it's a toss-up, actually. Yeah. She goes, I think you mean vinegar. I was like, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for not just letting me breeze past that, <laughs> even though I called myself out. Yeah, I have to get back into meditating because I don't like that feeling when I emotionally cannot. It takes me 
four hours to come back down emotionally. Mm -hmm. And I felt like yesterday when I got off of work and I got home and I talked to a friend of mine who does very similar work, it took me three to four hours to just mentally get into a place where I could like crawl into bed and go to bed because I was so aggravated. I was so annoyed. And I don't know about you, but it's like I have a hard time with when common sense isn't in place and everyone is acting like that is a normal thing. So it makes me super agitated. Because you feel crazy. Because you, they, it's like they're gaslighting you. Because you feel crazy. Because yeah. you're like, in your mind, it makes so much sense. And you cannot understand how no one else can grasp it. And then you start to think, am I the weird one? Because how right. why does no one else know this? Right. That's <laughs> the thing. And so I'm like, wait, am I? Am I the problem? Is it me? And then, you know, I start to clearly go back and go through scenarios. And I'm like, no, I'm definitely not crazy. I'm yeah, definitely not crazy. It helps me be less combative. Like, yeah. Because like you said, once I'm in that mood, like, it's really hard for me to get out of that mood. Like, me I'm too. mad at you. I'm pissed. Yes. And then it just kind of carries over and I can't dig myself out of it. No. When I will say this. When I start, when I, like, get into my groove of meditation, I'm really, really nonchalant about things that piss me off. I will almost let them just be like, it'll happen and I'll be like, all right. And then I'll just kind of move on from it. And for people that are used to you being combative, that's going to drive them insane. I, I've got to get there. That. I've got to get there. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It works every time. Someone said to me earlier this week, they said, you have a really hard time when you see something wrong being quiet, being mm-hmm. silent. And I'm like, right, but isn't that the problem? <laughs> yes. Right? Like you saying that and acknowledging that, isn't that the problem that... N- no one else is seeing everyone else is seeing exactly what I'm seeing and I hate that bullshit I I hate when behind the closed doors everyone's like no I totally get what you were saying I you were right I back it up you were in you were not in the wrong and then they're like but like out there I'm like we just can't oh yeah when they throw you out on my last job I was consistently like bringing things up like constantly being like I'm sorry that doesn't look correct or hey that seems unethical and like I'd be out there by my damn self, and then we'd get, like, in behind closed doors, and then everyone would be like, oh, my God, I totally agree with you. And I was like, where the fuck were you Well, then, then? why didn't you stand up? You just let me, like, now my boss thinks I'm the troublemaker, but you all feel the same way? I stopped putting my neck out for coworkers. Now I'm like, I'm just going to work for the disadvantaged. I'm going to focus yeah. on them. Yeah, Because you guys are ungrateful. That's the thing. It's it's so hard. It's hard to uh, try to... Because you're you're trying to battle two things at once, right? So you're trying to battle the fact that you're not nuts. Mm-hmm. And then you're also battling, like, this is an injustice. This is wrong. What is happening is wrong. And it's directly affecting people, people who are asking us for help, right? Mm-hmm. And it also is putting you in this mood where you know you're going to go home and it's impossible to leave it, right? You can't just, that kind of irritation and aggravation, you don't just, like, get out of your car and go, oh, well, all right, who wants mac and cheese, kids? God, I wish. If you, I had that just, superpower. I wish I had that power. And I know some people can. My husband's really lucky enough. He has this amazing boss, two amazing bosses, the owners of the company. His direct boss is amazing. You know, he's in, like, such a good place. So it's kind of hard, too, if your partner is in a really great place with their work and they're super fulfilled and happy and you're kind of over here in this weird land, it's hard to kind of... Yeah, my girlfriend loves her job. Yeah. She loves her job. She loves her bosses. They're all... Yeah, I'm and, like, shut the fuck up. And I love my job. I love my job, too. I love most of my bosses, right. but it's, like, one specific 
manager that like Always I, I cannot deal with. Always one. And we've been on the wrong foot since we met. And so like I feel bad because I'll come home and you know, she's like, Oh, my boss was so great today and I'm like, Oh, let me tell you about mine. She sucks. And then right. just ruins the whole night because you like are just sitting there brooding. For what though? Because I guarantee you right. my boss is not thinking about me. At all. <laughs> At I mean, all. and even if they are right, like, I don't care. Yeah. Even if you are, truly, like, I don't care. It's just because you keep playing over the injustice in your mind, right? It's like when you see, it could be on a small level, right? Um, when my sister moved to South Africa, she moved there for a few years with her girlfriend. And I remember her and I would talk and she would tell me how she would go to the store in Cape Town or she would go, you know, to the mall or whatever. And if there was a line... The other African, South Africans would step in front of her because they knew she was American. Oh. And they just don't be fucking with American black folks that way. They just, they don't, they don't see it for us. They're real annoyed by us. And (laughs) so they just like, bye girl, back of the line to you. You know what I mean? And it was something that was significant enough that, you know, she was there in this doctorate program and you would think that'd be the first thing she'd be talking about, right? Oh my God, I love my school. I love my classmates. We're learning so much. Wow, it's so different here than it's there. Here's the differences. No, it was right then and there. She had to get that offer from her chest. And it's because you just, you don't understand. You're like, I didn't do anything. I'm just like doing exactly what I should be doing. I'm existing. And my existence is literally causing a problem and it's hard to get that through your head and especially when your partner is like oh my god you're like how was your day they're like super great and I felt bad so bad yesterday Bill came home I called him um, almost when I was on my way home actually I take that back he texts me and he said uh, hey just like close another deal with a great hospital and uh-huh. I was like wow that's so exciting that's so great and then my next text was can you make some more fucking money so I can quit my fucking job so I don't have to fucking keep coming back here dealing with this fucking bullshit every day no, dude, and then he was like way to pop the bubble and I was like I'm not trying to pop your bubble I'm so happy for you and I really am genuinely happy he works so hard he deserves every single thing that he gets but it's just shitty that I can't be on the when same when you can't be in the same yeah no yeah. I feel you yeah. I'm in the exact same page as you because yeah. my girl does uh, she's like works in life insurance and so yeah. like I know all day how her work day is going how she's doing as far as contracts and things like that and then me I'm always like I'm always the Debbie Downer because right do you ever feel like that you're always the Debbie Downer it's just in like the workplace because it just feels like it's just one of those things where like you just have to deal with like a million microaggressions all day and like right I've tried to explain this before and it's it's hard for some people to understand but like we can see the microaggressions, and I'll, most other people can't, especially if they're not Correct. used against them. Like, Correct. I'll, like, read an email, and I'll be like, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll cut right on through that. And no one, everyone will be like, what is just an email? And I'll be like, no, it's not. You see right here? Right. This right here? Disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because it's, I hate when people try to gaslight you into believing that some shit is not what it is. I can see through it. I can see right through what's happening. And especially in this time, I just think it's so stressful, right? We have COVID going on. We normally, the the things we would normally do to blow off steam, so go meet up with some friends, Mm -hmm. go to brunch, go to lunch, go to the gym every day with your friends. Hey, I'll meet you there. After you're done, you want to go grab a little dinner, maybe a salad and some wine. Those things you just can't go do. You can't openly just go do that. There have been a couple times where I've literally been leaving work and I've just like started calling a friend to be like, hey, let's meet it. Oh, wait, we can't. You know, and it's a it is a bummer not being able to see someone's whole face all the time. It is a bummer, you know, wearing a mask at work for 14 hours in a day. All of those things are a bummer. And I'm not asking for anyone to feel sorry for me, but it's just 
over the course of the last four months. Can you believe that? I know. I, I can't. And we're getting ready to roll into some more months in a little bit. It has been so long now that it's becoming normal. And it's just like a lot, I feel I like. so many a lot. fucking masks just randomly. Oh, yeah. Please. I have a mask, je- by the way, for you because I felt bad last week. I was like, he's like an honorary member now. What are we doing? I've got them in my gym bag. I've oh, got them yeah. lying around the house. In everywhere. My car. They're everywhere. And I'm just like, God, this is my new. This is the new normal. Gotta have a mask all the time. So I wish that people, especially bosses, and not just bosses, but even fellow employees that work with people, this is the time to be kind and and just, like, stop. Stop with the pettiness. Stop. Sometimes you're going to get your feelings hurt at work. That's okay. Stop. This is a really stressful time. Extremely stressful. This is a time that we're facing that no one before uh, behind us has been has had to deal with any of this before. Mm-hmm. Sure, people have had to deal with pandemics, but they've never had to deal with it in this sense where you're living in a digital age where you can go anywhere, see anything. You, literally, you're free to do whatever. And we can't. One day someone said, no. And I think that's I think that's where all the stress comes from. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things where, like, they're not thinking about that, and it's hard. And, like, it's I even tried to, like, I saw it coming, and I even tried to get ahead of the and say something right. to her before we got to this point. And like, she completely blew past it. And I like, it was like something like, Hey, right now is super stressful. It would be much right. easier if we were in the same office. Cause then we could have this conversation in person, blah, 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 blew past that. And then like messed up one more time. And that's when I was like, all right, cool. So here, let me list out from A to Z where you got me fucked up. <laughs> well, and that's, that's exactly what I experienced <laughs> like, this week. I'm like, maybe if we were all together, this wouldn't be happening if we could all just come together in the same place then this mis- miscommunication because because i do believe people like you and i are very we're the kind of people you visually need to see sometimes right yeah. especially if there's an issue going on a podcast is different right you tune into it we're having fun but i think if there's like a serious issue and i don't know how it is with you and and your partner but I even know sometimes my husband, he will take something offensively. I'm like, I don't know why you took that offensively. I totally didn't mean it to sound like that. I just, that's my voice sometimes when I'm being direct and we're talking about something serious. Obviously, there's a play side to me. Obviously, there's this lighter side. But I think sometimes people like you and I, you need to be in person so you can look in my eyes and see where I'm coming from. That this isn't personal. This is just, let's get work done. Let's get business done. That's all this is. This is no one coming down on you. I'm sure you're a great person. I'm sure you go to church on Sunday, honey. I'm sure you see your grandmama and you bring her some Triscuits and you bring her all sorts of fruit roll-ups. I'm sure you're just the best. But in these moments, you have not been, and it's not about making you feel bad. It's just how can we correct it together as a team? And I feel like that sometimes gets lost in translation when you are not literally looking at someone and I'm sure there are tons of people who feel exactly what we're feeling now because they are working from home right so you get that email from Nancy and you're like what's this bitch's fucking problem why is she all fucking in her fucking feelings this morning how you gonna send me an email at 7 a.m just hot how you wake up mad exactly right and then Nancy may be like oh no I totally didn't even mean it that way nope and that's how I totally didn't mean it that way my message is I'm very direct I'm very concise I also I'm not big on small talk so like anybody who's ever worked with me knows that like I don't really care what's going on in your life because I'm not getting paid to be your friend. I'm getting right. paid to do this work, so I'm going to clock in, clock out. We don't need to talk. Like, I don't do company parties or none of that shit. Right. And so when they read my messages, I'm sure it comes off blunt. <clears throat> but I think part of this is we're also learning that, like, there's a huge, like, digital gap because I'm younger. Oh, like, for you sure. You and I are the same age. Right. And I work with a lot of people that 
are of a particular age. And so sometimes what I deem to be very easy and common sense when it comes to like technology does not translate well Correct. on that end. Correct. So I didn't know that I need to give you a tutorial on like how to use this program. Correct. Because it's been around forever and I thought that, that I thought you knew. <clears throat> so I think that's where part of the thing where like I'm like, you just don't get it. And so I'm just trying to like breathe through all that stuff right. and like I think we realized that we had too much like tension between us and we just really have not dealt with each other for the rest of this week. I think we've d- decided that whatever it is that we were working on could wait. Cause I was like, we were d- having a zoom call and the minute she said something to me, I know she saw my face. Cause that's when I was like, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> right. So you want to take it there. <laughs> and that's when, oh, I see. that's when the right. bass fell out of her voice. Right. And I was all like, oh, okay. Right. So right. You, you see me now. You can now see me <laughs> visually. Yeah. I think, I think it's just such a weird time, and I think that we are trying to do normal, to have some normalcy in a time that's not normal. Yeah, I think everyone wants something to feel familiar for them. Correct. And because it doesn't, I think that causes a lot. And I'm sure that there's going to be tons of studies that come out after this, like, pandemic is over about, like, the psychological damage or, like, all of the mental health issues and trauma that people have suffered during it. Oh, I agree. And it'll be interesting to see, because, I mean, like you said, like, everyone wants something to be normal. And Everybody. like, you don't have any, like you, you don't have any of those outlets. You don't have anything. You come home, and then you guys are stuck at home. Like, and Until if you got you're kids, not at home again. exactly. And if you got kids, they losing their damn mind because they always at home, always with nothing to do because it's summertime. Right. There ain't no work. There's no school, and so and it's like hearing a about keg. all of us fighting about them going back to school, which freaks them out mm-hmm. completely. I don't know. It's it's a lot of stress, and that's why I'm so glad that I'm in therapy, period, anyways. But I was talking to her today. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the upside-down world. Like, I feel like I understand and grasp, but no one else is understanding and grasping, and I'm just so confused. Like, everyone just needs to cut themselves some slack, and everyone needs to cut other people some slack. You know, if someone bumps your card, you don't need to freak out, okay? If someone stepped in line, like, I, and I know I've been, I've been guilty in the past, um, I can be a real hothead. I have a real mm-hmm. temper. But I do understand, like, right now in this time, there's just so much going on. People are so fucking stressed out, and they just want to get in stores and get out, and they just want to do it without getting into it with some woman who doesn't want to wear a mask. And you can see that on people's eyes. Oh, that's They're me just like, every day. please do not let me run into this. Please. I just I don't want to deal with the no maskers. Please. Yeah. No, I, I feel it. That, cause that is exactly me. I'm like. Oh, I'm in. I'm like, don't you even fucking not today. Yeah. And my temper is bad, too. We're in the point where, I'm like, I, you know, my friends always make fun of me. They're like, you're quick to cuss someone out. And oh, I'm, I'm like, quick. And and half the time it happens and you'd be like, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. I need to go in. I didn't mean to do that, all that. Like, <laughs> you didn't do that much. But like you said, like, when I go to the store, I have, like, all of the fear in the world. Because I'm like, I don't want to see no MAGA hats. I don't want to see no Confederate flag shirts. I don't want to see no All Lives Matter shit. I just want to grab some fucking milk, man. I just really came in here for some damn fruit, and I'm just trying to get the Can hell out of here. Can I just get that and get out of here? I don't I don't care about your political view. I don't give a fuck. I just want to get my fucking milk and go home. I'm so fucking tired. I just want to get the milk, and I want to check out, and I want to go home, honey. And I feel like it. it we're starting to get to that point because I went into Walmart on... Had to have been Monday or Tuesday. So Monday was the day that they instituted the band. Mm. Uh, that's when that was it. Like Walmart was doing it. 
And by the way, did you? I was reading today on Twitter that they were Twitter went back and they looked at all of the hashtag no maskers. Mm-hmm. We are number two. So oh, of course. Congratulations, you guys. We've done it again. Yay. We've done it again. We have embarrassed ourselves yet again. To the nation, by the way. To the nation. Um, even that child outside is upset. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I don't remember. Oh, Walmart. Thank you. So I went into Walmart, and I first I was going to go in the back door, and they were like, nope, bitch, to the front. <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. And you know when you're like, do I move the car? Do I not move? Fuck it. I'll just walk it. And then it's like, well, and I park. I always park at the very, very, very end of the parking lot. You're like me. And so I'm like, man, I got to walk all the way. Fine, fine. Whatever. It's fine. So I walk up, and I'm just getting mentally ready. I'm like, someone will get cursed out. I will, sir, ma'am, don't try me today. Today ain't the day. I am so tired. And I didn't even really think about it until I got to the front and I realized what was happening. So when I walked in, they had like two or three checkpoints. And it was like the first one, making sure everyone had their masks. No one was getting by. And then there was a second group and a third group just in case. The first two couldn't (laughs) handle it. I was like, oh, Walmart ain't playing. But when I went in, it was so spooky. Have you ever gone into Walmart late at night, like Mm, 11 o'clock? You've been forced to go in. Yeah. And... It's, there's no one in there. It's so nice. It's quiet. That's typically when you see like your your weirdos, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna be the ones with the trench coats, and they're packing heat, uh, and they're really aggressive looking. Yes. Uh, but they're also looking at tank tops, so it's a very confusing. They're the signal. fast walkers. They they're walk very real fast. Quick, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're they very fast. Very quick. You're confused why they're wearing sunglasses inside. Yes. And then you meet them, and they turn out to be super normal. There's like, no, I wear the sunglasses because I have a disorder. Mm-hmm. I get migraines. I wear the trench coat because I have eczema, and I'm really. I get scaly skin and it makes me feel really bad about myself. And I carry this gun because people pick on me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, you totally make like, sense. Like, I understand. Now We're I get you. <laughs> it was like that when I walked in. Ugh. There was nobody in Walmart, really. I mean, obviously there were people in Walmart, but it was nowhere no near. And I went at 5.30 p.m. on a Monday. I don't even know what I was thinking. This just tells you how tired I am. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't using all of my brain cells. And I walked in, and there was, when I tell you I wasn't in that store longer than 10 minutes. Oh, I, I couldn't have been in there longer than 10 minutes. I'm, yeah, I'm a late night shopper for that exact reason. Because yeah. I want it to be nice and quiet. I want to get in and I want to get out. Oh, just want to get in. And I hate Walmart. But they're one oh, of the God, only places that sells my little uh, my little wax melt, candle melt things. So I have to, like, they ambush me into going in there. So I don't have a choice because I never order ahead. I'm never prepared. So I must go in. And it's just right down the damn road. Well, look, Walmart just is, you know, they got a lock on the game. Like They really do. If you're looking for something and you're not necessarily sure where to go, your safest bet is Walmart. Your safest bet is Walmart, which makes me so bummed out. And it just, you know, it sucks. And so that's how they brought draw us in because you'd be like, you know what? I bet you they got it at Walmart. Fuck, I bet you Walmart fucking has it. Oh, I don't want to deal with those crowds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so speaking of a really weird week, so after you left the studio last week, it may have been that night or the next day that I was on Twitter and I saw that uh, Megan Thee Stallion actually got shot by Tori. Tori, what is going on? And they're still not really telling. I mean, she set out that iOS press release, but she really didn't get into what happened. But I had told you, I was like, I bet you he got too drunk and he was trying to fight with her in the car. But it does sound like they were kind of dating, right? Or no? I don't know. Were they dating or was he trying to and she was like... (laughs) <laughs> no. So he shot a bitch? He was just like... Look, I, you know, look. He was like, shooty, shooty, bang, bang. If I can't have you, no one can. The male ego is super, super fragile. Like, Especially when you're that small. They're, dude, 5'3", 120. Was it that? Was it 120? Yeah, uh-huh. 
120. Come on, man. I had to post that meme where it was like he's in the chair and he stands up and he's the same height. Dude, that vi- the little video they have of that little kid where they're carrying that little kid by the back of his hood and they're like this is how the cops carried off Tory Lanez I laughed really hard because I was all like I bet you they did because I mean but th- that that threw me for a loop that and then threw, also like all the reactions me. that we're getting dude all I'm gonna say is black men we love to f- fucking take up for raggedy nigga behavior. I just don't know what I don't understand is. why. What is there to defend? It does not matter what that woman was doing. You shot her in the foot. Sounds like she, and from everything that we're hearing, it sounds like she was trying to get away from you and get out of the Correct. car. So you shot her? Like He was like, bitch, get back here. If I wound keep, her in the foot, she can't run fast. I mean, it is great logic. And they keep saying like, well, we don't know the whole story. We don't need I'm to. I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of have enough of the story. Yeah. Like, all I need to know is he shot her. Right. <laughs> right. Nowhere in the story did it say Megan shot at Tori, then Tori shot back at Megan, and he's a better shot than she is. Yeah, like, that's kind of all I need from the story. That's it? Like, he shot her. For right. what? We don't know. I don't really care. No. He shot her. He shouldn't have shot her. Not to mention, I mean, but... He shot her because she could beat him up. I was just going to say, because he... <laughs> <laughs> like, they were probably right. getting heated, and he was all like, oh, I can't fight her. So I'm a shooter. So... And not to mention, the, the kickback alone, I don't even know if 120 pounds, 5'3", I'm, I'm being serious. How did the kickback not throw him back? How did he not get injured? I don't know. Maybe it was a pea shooter. I don't know exactly like what he Because she couldn't have been injured that. I'm not, by any means, am I not? Am I trying to downgrade her injury at all? I would never. By the way, I was never the one that downgraded her injury. Uh, they said that bitch stepped on some glass. So. Yeah. That I mean, was the first thing that we that heard. That was the first thing that we I heard. I thought she stepped on some glass, too. I thought Because she was sitting on the. I thought this was bitch got home and had to get some tweezers. Yeah, I we thought it was there. I thought it was real simple. I didn't know she got shot. I don't know the bitch got shot. I mean, but thank God she's doing okay. But this is like why I had a guy tell me the other day he's like, You need to carry a gun when you're that's how you stay safe as a woman. I'm like, No, sir, that's not how I stay safe as a woman. Okay, if a predator's out there and he wants me, he's gonna get me. Okay. I just need to use my brain and not put myself hopefully in a situation. But regardless, as a woman, I'm always in danger. It does not really actually matter. I mean, that's true. Um, You're always in danger as a woman. Uh, truly, yeah, always. Like. <laughs> There's always a fucking predator around the corner. I feel like a gazelle. And even if I have a gun, I'm more likely to either shoot myself, accidentally shoot my husband or my kid or one of their friends to get the gun and hurt someone or themselves. Not trying to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guns aren't for everybody. Like, people that don't want guns should not have them. No, and the people And plenty who are of people okay. that do have guns... A lot of them should not have guns as well. And Tory Lanez is a great example. That's of all that. I'm saying. Tory Lanez fits in my group. He <laughs> should not have a gun. There's no. no reason why Tory Lanez, who can hire security. That was my other question. I was like, so Yo, where's you your team? Right. You know, Beyonce has Julius, right? And like, right. And Julius no, don't play. No one can ever get close to Julius or to Beyonce. And you know, like weird things happen to the people that do get close right. to them. Like we never hear from them again. Ever. Like that one. Remember that one security guard that like. Killed himself. Like, right. killed himself. Right. Quote. Like, you know, that's all I <laughs> keep wondering. Like, yeah. even when Kim got, like, kidnapped or whatever it was in Paris. Oh, when well, they broke into the house? I was all like, where was your security? Julius uh, would have never let this Julius, happen. Julius, well, and it was so strange that. Like, and all, like, there was, you're two celebrities. So it's Megan and Tori. Earlier that night, it was Kylie. I was like, where is the bodyguard? Oh, I'm sure that bitch had her bodyguard. I'm sure Kylie did. I'm sure she was Kylie all don't like, be playing that. She'd be like, line them up. Yeah. Line them up. She's like, I'm a white woman. We will not be having it. We shall not be. I can't take one pop to this ass. <laughs> yeah. Or these lips. It, this is a 
fragile balance. This is very fragile. Uh, I can't even trip. Yeah. So literally, uh, there are people around like these bodyguards know if I you see me stumble, bitch, you better throw your body, thrust your body underneath mine so that I fall into a cushiony pillow sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strange to me. But, you know, you brought up a great point last week because you were talking about the fact that sometimes when people are poor or come from a background that's not wealth and then they work up to that, they have a hard time remembering and acting accordingly. And it's like, people who've always had money, though, know to have security, right? Mm -hmm. They're not playing this game. You've never heard Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck likes to drink, right? We know he's an alcoholic, we know he's a drug addict, we know he likes to party. He has literally said, I like to party, I like strippers, I like hoes, I like them all. I want to sniff, I want to snort fucking blow off of an ass cheek and then take a swig of whiskey. That's my problem, and I also love to gamble. I have never once heard of Ben Affleck getting into shenanigans. No. Look. Not Matt Damon. I have no money. But as soon as I get any type of money, I'm hiring security. Security. You will never be able to get near me. Never. Ever. 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 Because, no, why? I don't, like, I'm I'm perplexed by the whole thing. It is. It's really going to be interesting. I'm so, like, 50 Cent, I'm so over him. He's a gossip blogger at this point as far as I'm concerned. So I'm glad you transitioned (laughs) to that because I really wanted to talk about Kanye West this week. I uh, sent out a tweet and... Uh, people felt very similarly that I than, that I did um, about mental illness. I actually said it to you last <laughs> week. I said, Kanye can guarantee you this is him. Stop taking his meds yeah. so that he can become, quote unquote, more, art- more, more artistic. Mm-hmm. And you find this a lot with bipolar individuals. They feel fine. Maybe they skip a day and they're like, oh, I feel great. I feel fine. I've skipped a day. I'll remember to take it tomorrow. And then before you know it, five days has gone by and now they're fucking manic. And with any, I cannot stress this enough, you guys. I don't care if you're bipolar or not. If you are an antidepressant, if you are on a antidepressant and it has been for a extended period of time or three weeks, you can't just stop taking it. Actually, you compound the problem. You make the problem worse. So when you just stop a medication like that, it causes your anxiety to go through the roof. It causes you to become manic, even if you've never had a manic episode in your life, right? Uh, you see those uh, like Cymbalta commercials and they're like, <laughs> if you have suicidal ideation or thought, please contact somebody. Yes. They're saying that because people forget to take it, right? They like they forget to take birth control, you yeah. know, air quotes. Um, and so you have people who in one group forget and then get manic, right? Or you have this other group who's like, I'm just gonna go off it for a minute to see how I feel, to take a break, to cleanse, whatever the case is, and then you end up with this. And I knew Kanye was dibble-dabbling in taking his meds and not taking his meds when he met with Donald Trump Oh, yeah. When he said slaves can free themselves, should have freed themselves, like, hello, duh. That TMZ interview that uh-huh. you did? Yeah. With uh, Candace Owens. Uh, come God. on, come on. And he uh, said the thing about Harriet Tubman, and I said, uh-oh. Ooh, the thing that I right. have about Kanye, because, I like, med adherence is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, le- I worked in a lockdown facility for a while, and I've kind of worked with kids in the behavioral cognitive development, like, mental health right. side my whole adult life. And, like, the big thing that we push is, like, staying on your meds, even if, like, we need to tweak right. them. But it gives you a sense of what we need to tweak. And so, correct, I, I, I do not think that Kanye West does not have mental health issues. Like, I totally understand that he probably does. The issue that I have with him is that, and you are probably right about this, the, the bouts that he has where he 
do does these off the wall outlandish things mm-hmm. are always around the release of his music because I think that's and you're because, right because I, I think he's, he you, wants you, to be, be more creative, creative. Uh-huh. and so like Donda the album that was his album uh-huh. was supposed to be released today. And I was all like, oh, it's so convenient that you drummed up all of this right. hubbub about you going into this. Like, And, you know, the same thing happened with the life of Pablo and uh-huh. whatever that Jesus oh, thing, yeah. trash that he tried with. And this raggedy-ass clothing line that he has oh, with these with the District 13-ass f- fucking shoes. <laughs> I, District 13. I don't understand what is going on with him. But... I believe I believe you. The only problem that I have with that is that my issue with Kanye West is that he gets off of his med cycle and then he does so much damage right. in a short period of time, gets back on them, goes back into, you know, pretty much anonymity. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like, right. you now created all of this this drama. Hell, you had Trans the Rapper getting ready to vote for your ass like a dummy. Like a dummy until thank the Lord Terry Crews until he until Terry Crews was like I agree with you he, he was, was like, like oh just kidding back but down this hill I go it's those kind of things where I'm just all like yeah Kanye I can't fuck with you and because then also I'm just all like also this self hatred for black people that you seem to exhibit outside of your meds is not a mental health thing that's internalized and you need to get some real help to figure out why you don't like black people I 100 percent agree with you I will say though. Bipolar disorder specifically is extremely difficult with people like Kanye West because when they go off their meds, that first two weeks, right, you're going to get that crazy manicness. And then they almost seem to settle down a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. They're still not making a lot of sense, but they seem to be settled down a little bit. But the problem is they become so delusional Mm -hmm. in that mania. That they are saying things that somebody who hates black people, hates women, hates their wife, hates their kids, you would think would say, right? You're like, this sounds like some deep-seated, deep-breeded shit that you've been sitting on for a long time. But the problem with bipolar disorder, especially one and two, and especially if you might be dabbling in both, is that you're doing the most damage that you can in those moments. So you're saying some shit that fucking... Your own worst enemy would never even think to fucking say mm-hmm. self harm, stabbing yourself in the leg. We used to see it all the time in the, in the ER. I'd see him come in, stab wounds. I had a guy once who filleted his own penis and was fully awake, Good not God, passed Jesus out, Lord. not passed out, fully awake. He had tried to take the bottom cord of a phone jack, you know, the phone jack, yeah. and shove that in his urethra. And when it wouldn't go any further, he took a knife out. Right, comment. You would think, like, what? He never, but he was so delusional that his own sense of his brain to say, like, shut down when you're in that much pain couldn't even shut down. He was, like, wide awake, talking, could tell us what meds he hadn't been taking. He could tell us what he had done, the knife he'd used, blood everywhere. Like, you, it's hard for us because we're like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, somewhere deep down, you must feel this way. But it's almost like, it's almost like, um, okay, do you remember the black woman? who drove her car downtown into all those people and killed them. Yeah. And she ended up being in the, and uh, uh, what it wasn't West Hills. What's the hospital? I can't think of the name of it, but she ended up staying. She just actually died a few years back. Oh, uh, damn, she just that. recently died. 
Um, but she was another one where she, she, I mean, I remember when they arrested her, if you read that interview, the shit she was saying was wild. Just like, fuck these human beings, people, these people, white people, blah, blah, blah. But once they got her back on her meds, like she was super remorseful. She was just like, I would never, I've literally never hated anyone in my life. Like, I don't know. And I think they get so embarrassed. Can you imagine making all these huge and I think we saw it with uh with uh Taylor Swift when he came up there and got the mic there's been instances where we've seen it a little bit right yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. because unfortunately bipolar disorder typically you don't see the head of it until about 35 so you see little, little, little there it is popping his head out and then boom right and you you can only imagine the shit that they have him on, right? And then to go from taking all of that to taking none of it. Yeah. I mean, you literally he doesn't he doesn't even know what the fuck he's saying. The fact that he was talking about he knows for a fact that we live in a digital time where everything we say and do is recorded, can be brought back and replayed at any given moment. The fact that I know for a fact he loves his children. Most men who have their kids love them. Most women who have them love their children. It's unnatural not to love your child. And so the fact that he could sit up there and talk about saying that Kim wanted to abort Board. her, yeah. never wanted her, like, and knowing that you would cause your own child. You're not thinking. You're not even in your right mind. You're just doing the most. He was mad at her because I would presume she was probably trying to get him committed. And he was running. As and he's should. doing this tour, this course quote unquote tour that he can do for you know trying to get people to constituents to to agree with him and really no one they're like oh my god Kanye West is running this is so cool here's my thing believe it don't believe it understand it don't understand it but just remember that like people 50 cent making all these like fucking jokes it's like these kids this is their father they are gonna grow up one day and have to and he will have to answer for all of this Okay, so uh, and there's no worse critic than your own child or your own parent. Right. I know I you could anyone else can say anything to me, but my own mother being like, you're a fuck up. What the fuck did you do? Why the fuck would you do that? Like would crush me inside. So he is aware of that. Right. He knows that he's a reasonable person when he's on his medication, it sounds like. So to know that your children, these children that you have are growing up, one who's old enough to understand now. Doesn't matter what Kim tries to do, she's still gonna be gonna see this shit, and to have to answer to that later, to have to look at them and cry and be like, "I am so sorry, I was selfish, I went off my meds." Like there is nothing we all can say or do and judge that is going to be worse than having to explain that to his children. Oh, you are completely right, and you know I'm very vocal on the Kanye West situation. I and that's partly because like any harm to any harm to the black community, I'm just all like, I cannot mm-hmm. take this, especially from someone mm-hmm. who. So many people idolize you. I've never been a... And ride behind so hard. I've never been a Kanye West fan. I've never been a huge Kanye West fan. No. But I recognize his musical talents. Sure, And I was like, cool. To see all the... like, And that's the thing. You're right. At some point, he's going to have to make up for this. The thing that I want from him, though, is like... I want him to apologize to the people that sustain his career. Absolutely. Because one of the things that I think happens a lot is that... Black celebrities get to a point where they start making white money and they forget that black people are the people that fueled their career when no one gave a fuck about them. I'm like, Kanye, no one cares. There were white people. Mixtapes, all of it. Yep. White people didn't care about you at a certain point. There will be a point where they don't care about you. We saw it with Tiger Woods. Like, you know, it happens. Right. And then black people, we sustain your career into your your golden years. 
I want you to apologize for. To I us. absolutely, and, I absolutely and, and, agree and, with and you. that's all I want from yep. him. And I want Kanye West to get better. Like I want him to recognize that, like, ooh, okay, so I don't feel like I'm as creative when I'm off my, when I'm on these meds, but look at the destruction. I need to stop not taking them because that's not working out, especially right. because. Hell, at this point, what? They got four kids? Three? Mm-hmm, four. Chances are one of their kids is probably going to deal with probably some sort all of the men- males. mental health mm-hmm. issues as well. Connie needs to be a good example to them of how you live, thrive, Absolutely. and manage with you know, your bipolar disorder so that they can see that and use that as an example inevitably if they end up having that as well. And that's my thing. Like, I want him to be conscious. He's too old to be doing this and you know shit as much as i hate to say it i never thought i would see the day that it was kanye going crazy and kim kardashian made sense making some sense i just every time i just i get so confused (laughs) oh it's a very it's it's very it's very confusing well and you can see that like right as his wife that's so painful regardless of who she is and what she's done and she is trying to get back and do good for our community the black community she's she's really really out there she's with the. she really is this she got that fist up high honey she got that fist up high now she would just stop stealing from black people please (laughs) please stop but you know what i'm like dosages she's gonna start off she's gonna start off with prison reform and then by by the 60s in her 60th year then she'll write a tell all and be like you know i stole from a lot of black women i should probably apologize to them yes, now on my deathbed yes 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 <laughs> so yes I'm gonna it's give it coming to <laughs> i swear but she's got to deal with over here and get him back on his fucking meds and you could just see like it's so embarrassing it's so sad and i've had to deal with people in my life who are mentally ill and it is it is very challenging. It's trying. It can be embarrassing. It can be hurtful, the things they say and do. And you know it's not them. Mm-hmm. And that's the best example that I could give was it is like watching someone that you love lighting themselves on fire and then catching other stuff on fire. And you're, no matter how many blankets or water or fire extinguishers you use, you just can't put this motherfucker out. And you're just like, I don't understand. Like, I'm just trying to, this doesn't make any sense because we're not on that same playing field. Mm-hmm. And for other people, specifically celebrities, specifically, Specifically, people like 50 Cent to go in so hard. It's like you're not doing any good. You are not making this any better at all. I mean, 50 Cent has his own issues to deal with. Doesn't his oldest son not fuck with him because he's a piss poor father? I mean, 50 Cent has gotten on my nerves for a long time because he's a misogynist. He's an asshole. Like, he does not care about anyone but himself. And at this point, like... I don't even think the generation now knows that he used to make music. I think they think he's a gossip blogger. I really do, and I'm not going to. I don't. I've never supported anything that he does, but never. I sure as fuck won't be in the future. But it was so interesting that you said that, especially the apology thing. So yesterday, I was watching this interview with Dane Cook, and I had kn- I had known the story that his brother had stolen some money from him. Oh, but I didn't know how much. So if you guys don't know, Dane Cook, who is a, a famous comedian, he has a half brother, and his brother was a uh, what do they call them? They work in the prison. They're a, um, not a prison guard, but a, what's the official term? I can't think of what it is, but you know what I mean? They're yeah. like the guards in there. Okay. So he had done that for years and he had this great setup and Dane Cook was like, you know, I, when I made it and started making some money, I knew that I was taking him from a state job with good benefits, dental, vision, all this for his family. So I wanted to really make sure that I could provide it for him. So I started working double and I made him my manager. And he goes, after about a decade, I was buying, I was moving out of Kansas and I was moving to California and I was buying a home. Well, he goes, I knew that tax wise, 
I was in a different tax bracket in Kansas than I would be in LA. So I knew I had to get a new manager. I called my brother and I told him, I said, we're still going to find a place for you in the company. We'll find something for you to do. Your salary won't change. And he goes, he was really, but here's my new manager. And I just need you to forward all this information to him. And he goes, that was on a Monday. He's like, and by Wednesday or Thursday, like it was just him and Han, like back and forth, not wanting to give the information to the new manager, oh. not playing games. And the man, the new manager called him and said, this is highly irregular. Like yeah. typically when one manager leaves and another one takes over, they just transfer all the information that you need, the federal IDs, all of it, the the account numbers, and then we, that's how we do it. We, this has never been a thing. And Dane Cook said he wrote his brother on that Friday and said, we're going to be okay. I need you to know that, like, this isn't about me cutting you off. This isn't personal. I love you. Nothing is going to change. I just need this new manager for fiscal reasons. Yeah. You're not physically in LA. So that's the only reason why. But like you're gonna still make the same salary. You'll still have, you know, I'll keep you up. Nothing's gonna change. Yeah. And his brother texted him back and said, um, I hear you, brother. Here's to the future. He's like, and I went to sleep and he goes, I had a nice weekend and I woke up Monday morning and I looked at my girlfriend and I said, I think my brother's been stealing from me. Yeah. He goes, I just, I felt it. It was just weird. He was acting too weird. He goes, so I went down to Bank of America and the lady was like, first of all, this federal ID number you gave me is fake. <laughs> this account number doesn't exist. Oh no. And she took him into a room and she said, typically we don't do this, but I will for you. You have no money. There oh, is no. no, you have no money. The only money that he had was gold bars. He had $350,000 worth of gold bars. He was smart. So he called um, He called the feds. They took care of it. Obviously, they indicted him. And he had been taking the money out of his account and squirreling it away. So not spending it. Literally, he was packing it away in the walls. And then he would redo the walls. Uh-huh. So when the feds, he goes over the course of the last, like, 15 years or 10 years it's been the feds will go in they'll, the house will get rented or someone will do renovations and then they'll find this money they'll contact the police they're like oh we found 50 more grand of yours we found 500 more thousand dollars of yours and he goes the government wouldn't give it to me because he hadn't been paying taxes so i had to pay off all those taxes they had to get the the once they um sentenced him to prison he ha he's like and i had to send my own brother to prison he wasn't remorseful he never said sorry like nothing he goes i had to start all over again he's like so i took the three hundred fifty thousand dollars that i had that's all i had to my name and i rented out stadiums so all of the money i, I take on all the risk and i keep all the money so not your typical deal where, you know, you... Oh, well, you know, now I kind of feel like I want to support Dane Cook, even right? though I find him funny. So, well, here's the thing. Here was, here's what was actually cool about what he said. He goes, I only made it back due to the loyalty of my fans. Yeah. He goes, and I promised God that day, the first arena that I sold out, that I had rented out, he goes, and I just kept doing that over and over again. I would sell out a crowd. I'd take that money, uh, rent three more stadiums, rent four more stadiums. That's He's like, hustle. I did that for a, for a year. He goes, and I remember telling God, if if you can just get me to a good place where I can just be happy and healthy and like settled and not have this like anger in my heart, if, we, if I'll get rid of all of it. But like, if you can just get me out of this, I promise you, like, I will always be true to who I've always been. And he goes, once I sold out that first one, I said, no matter who comes to me with a movie deal, no matter what they want me to do, I will always 
if it's not 100% I believe in what I'm doing, this movie or whatever, I'm not just going to put trash out anymore. I want it to, the people who supported me and gave me my money back and who helped me rise again and start all over again from the ashes, I want to make them proud. And I want them to know that I appreciate everything that they have fucking done, coming out, selling out my shows. I know, right? I was like, and that's all people need sometimes. Like, when we go and buy your albums and buy your CDs and show, that's people's hard-earned money that they went to a job they fucking hate and had to deal with Nancy and Barbara. Mm -hmm. And all they thought was, I just want to go to this, this, this movie. I just want to go to this show. I just want to pick up this album of Kanye's. And you're literally spitting in their faces. And at some point, you have to step back and go, dude, I'm totally, like, I fucked up. I fucked up. People yeah. fuck up. I fuck up. And that's all, that's all you got to do. That's it. That's all you got to do. I mean, it'll probably take some more time, but, like, that's the best place for you to start. Because these veiled things that you are right. doing, like, that's not an apology. And right. for me, like, an apology is everything. Like, if you mess up, just say, I fucked up, so that we can get past it. Because if you just try to jump in and keep going status quo the way it was before, I take offense to that. And I never will jump back on board. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, and I mean, Kanye's got more stuff that he needs to be you, that he could be doing, but he's going to he's going to get in his own way. He needs to pull a Dave Chappelle. He needs to just go to Africa for a minute. Oh, yeah. He needs some eat, pray, love. And then I mean, needs... how the hell they how the hell they've had Britney on lockdown for all these damn years and they can't get Kanye. I will never understand. But she's still giving us those weird twirling videos, you know, because that's just... her only that's her only way. But, I, out. but she looks so happy. That Doesn't thing... she? Dude. She looks so happy. I love Britney Jean Spears. And I do, too. She just posted yesterday a picture of her with no makeup. She said she was going to stop wearing makeup for a while. And I was so happy. I've been on that Because her front. makeup I get it, girl. has looked like trash. Oh, it looks sad. For a really long time. And now she's not doing it. And I'm like, oh, look, there's the... She's twirling around. She's doing her dances. And I think it's because... That's the only, I think that's the only freedom she has. She can't do anything else. She can't get married. She can't have kids. She can't shop. She can't do anything that she wants to do. And if I'm not mistaken, the last time that she went to court, she told them, like, I don't want to work anymore. Like, I'm tired of them making me work. And I was like, uh-huh. God. And she's almost 40. That's sad. Like, breaks She's my never heart. had her whole life back. She's never had a life at all. She really has She's never been able to make her own decisions for a sustained amount of time. But then I look at Amanda Bynes. Whoo, we I, I forgot think, about that. And I think, I don't know how. And then I think Brittany could have been Amanda, which is still wilding out, hearts on her face, which again, do you. But like, Amanda doesn't look, doesn't seem happy. And I could be wrong. But like, you want, just because you have mental illness doesn't mean your life is over. Yeah. Right? And we all fuck up and we all mess up, but that doesn't mean you're fucking trash forever. Yeah, I mean, doesn't Mariah, is it, doesn't, wasn't Mariah Carey diagnosed with bipolar disorder? Yeah, Mariah Carey, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, remember, she was doing that movie, and she totally, another one, not taking the meds, freaked out, lost it. She almost divorced Michael Douglas during that time, twice. Well, she should divorce Michael Douglas because he said he don't eat. No, he said he ate too much. That's how he got he throat cancer. cancer. Yeah, but that don't make no sense. I was to like, me. what kind of, how much pussy were you eating now? Okay, and was what he is doing it toxic? Like, three or four like times what a kind day? of? Like... Maybe, but maybe it's like if you eat too much, like you can't eat six times a day. But why? She's you guys are rich. You can't tell me she's not eating organic. Like, I, maybe that's the problem. I'm sure the water that y'all drinking came from like I don't know some pristine mountain town. Like, I know because I've never heard of a porn star getting. Uh, I've never cancer. heard of that either. So when he said that to me, I was all like, I I call bullshit. I don't know who told you that. He's like, just not trying to eat pussy no more. He's like, just like, how do I stop this? You could just say this? that. You could be right. like DJ Khaled who says he doesn't do it either. 
That's because DJ Khaled's belly is so big that if he got on his belly, he wouldn't be able to reach the I mean, DJ, Khal- I, DJ Khaled said that, air. and I was all like... Back then, back I, then. I mean, like, bruh. I, wouldn't, I don't want you to. I'm okay. You don't need... I mean, look at your wife. You don't... You don't... I think she's okay with it. I mean, shit. If someone had some money like DJ Khaled, I'd be like, you ain't got... Hell. While you're on, on tour, the, I'll right. find somebody who I'll will. find someone else. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll buy the most expensive toy the money can pay for. Yeah, I just... I really think that mental health, especially in the black community, especially in what people of color, because even the Hispanic community, it's really just really frowned upon to go and get help. Oh, yeah, because you're supposed to pray your way out of that's it. That's it. Like, and you can't pray away bipolar, you gotta honey. Go to, you, you have to... Bring it to Jesus. Leave it in his hands. You you know, and you know what Jesus said? If you don't get your ass down to CVS and pick up your damn script. That's exactly what he says. That's every, exactly what he says head, every time. In my head, that's exactly what he says. He's all like, yes, you brought it to me and I pointed you in the direction of a licensed professional right. who prescribed you lithium. I said, Sandra, Sandra will help you. And then Sandra wrote you a script and you said, nah, nah. And now here you are again at my altar asking, asking for me. what I already gave you. I gave it to you. Like, He's like, I don't understand these. You know, he's looking around at Job like, I just don't understand these yeah, people. Like, and Job's like, Well, you created him. He's like, I know what I did. Don't remind me. Don't you know you wouldn't know? Go away. Goodbye. Goodbye. We Goodbye, all make Job. mistakes sometimes. Yeah, we no, all make mistakes. But I think really apologize. Like sometimes people don't realize what a real apology will do. I heard oh, someone God, say yes. the other day, Oh, she apologized. I was like, No, that wasn't an apology. I didn't do anything wrong, so I don't have anything to apologize for. You will know when I apologize because I look you in the eyes and I sit down and I talk to you and I go, you know, I am really sorry. I never meant to hurt your feelings. You know, I really care about you. You seem to be a great person. And I would never want my actions to make you feel like you're a bad person or a certain kind of way. So I apologize. And in the future, if I ever make you feel that way again, please tell me, bring it to me because that's never my intention. Exactly. There's a difference between that and just being like, girl, well... Look, I mean, you got your feelings. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, my bad, I guess. I'm sorry if it hurts you. Ugh, I hate when people do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry what? if it hurts you. Not if. I just told you. I just it told did. you. I just said it. The words came out of my mouth. Yeah. No. I just. I don't like that. I just. He needs to just. I would love to actually see Kanye go onto the red table. Oh God. <laughs> or come to the red table. Come to the red table. Don't get on it, Kanye. I don't. How would that even... But once he's on meds and like, okay, so okay. like six months from now, six months from okay, now... Okay, because I was going to say, like, he's I gone just through feel a program. like... And like, you know, I feel like Will's on a on a very thin string. I right. feel like if you put him at a table with Kanye West right now, he'd be like, you know what? I have worked too hard. I deserve more I know, respect. I can't, I can't do this. No, I just... I'm saying just bring him to the table six months, six to eight months from now after he's been to a quote-unquote rehabilitation center that's that hopefully specializes like Kanye is one of those people that I believe that he should do exactly what Justin Bieber did which was get a everyday spiritual advisor oh somebody who was like managing him but like tells me no no there's no way he's he strikes me as the kind of person that's the smartest person in the room what do I need a spiritual advisor for I I am a spiritual advisor yeah you're right you're right like I am bitch because I feel like at one point, they I thought they talked about him finding one already. But that's the problem. See, that, but that's the thing. That's, uh, I don't know. I just want him to go to his doctor. I want him to go to his, no, no, still go to the doctor. Get to a physician immediately. Don't pass, just run a light, get there immediately. You know, he needs to find his mama's preacher. Whoever yeah. Donda 
with whoever yes. was the pastor at Donda's church. Yes. Find her. Find her. Talk to that person. Yes. Because I am sure that they will help lead you to where you else. need to be. Whatever the spiritual director that the Kardashians has you seen. No, thank you. Please send her away rapidly. Expeditiously. I don't know what church she go to. Correct. Um, but that's not it. That's not for you. It's it's not. Your mother, and I think, again, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she passed away right around when he was 35. Right oh, I don't remember how long ago. I think how it, old is Kanye West? So he's 40. I'm th- so he's got to be 40, 43, 42, okay. 43. So I think she passed away right around his 30, 33rd, 4th, 35th. Right when that bipolar is fucking peaking, was just like coming out. And then she passed away, and I think that was, that's it. He doesn't have, there's a thing, when you have a living parent still alive, a living fucking parent who can say, what the fuck are you fucking doing? What are you fucking doing? No, I don't care. I don't want to talk to your wife. I don't want to talk to these people. You don't get to my house right now, baby, so I can look you in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And your mama's the only one that can bring tears to your eyes. And be like, baby, why are you doing this to yourself now? You know I love you. You know we love you. But you know you're sick. Now let's get you some help. If she was still here, this wouldn't be happening. And I think it would still be happening, but not as not not to this level. Um, not yeah. Donald Trump level. Yeah, I I, I kind of not feel to that MAGA way. hat wearing. Level. I've 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 had my feelings about Donda's passing, and its like effect on Kanye for the longest time because I feel like she passed, and I I want to say there are some unresolved issues there. Like I feel like. Because if I'm not mistaken, she went and she was having plastic surgery. She or, was. I believe she was either yeah. having a breast augmentation or a tummy, or a or tummy tuck. Okay, so this is how I've pictured it in my head. I'm rich. I pay for my mother to right. go and have this. My mother dies. I now carry all of that guilt on myself, and I have not really worked myself out of that. And if I am dealing with a mental health, an undiagnosed mental health disorder, I feel like I've only exasperated it by not seeking out help to deal with the trauma of not only losing my mother, but feeling like I did that wait, to what, myself. No, wait, wasn't he diagnosed when he was put in the funny farm? He was put in the mental, in the, in the cuckoo house. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. And I say that, that's a, but that was after that's an ableist term, but I really knew, do mean like he went to a mental But hospital. that was, that the hospitalization, I thought that was after Donda died. And that's when he finally got diagnosed with bipolar. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like his mom died. He had all these issues. Yes. He was bipolar, yes. even though he didn't know it already. Yes. And he had all this stuff to, and so he went all these years. His bipolar disorder yep. got yep. faster, or stronger and stronger and stronger. And I just feel like you're right. That yeah, probably right. was the straw that broke the camel's back. But he didn't even know what the what the he camel was. He didn't even was. know there was a camel. He didn't know there was straw, honey. He didn't know because all was, that I kept yeah. thinking, when that first came out, all I kept thinking was, "Damn, you paid for your mama to go get surgery and she died." And mm-hmm. I would be distraught. 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 Because how do you live with that guilt? And and that's and you know and that's also the other thing though because like everyone's like, "Well, his mom died," and I'm like, "It is as bad as I feel for Kanye's losing his mother." This whole long-term grieving thing is literally a privilege to the rich because I can tell you that for those of us who have to clock in every day, somebody dies in your your family, you get three days of bereavement. Then you are expected to bring your ass back to work and right. continue on as usual. You so, might get a company card. Yeah, you might get some flowers. They might put them on your cubicle. And that's it. And that's about it. It's like line one is for you. And that's that's about where it goes. Rich people are allowed to like lose someone and then like grieve 
for the rest indefinitely. of the Indefinitely. Correct. Yeah. You're Meanwhile, the right. rest of us are like, okay, yeah, I also lost my mama, but I got to go to work, too, because mm-hmm. I have to pay my bills. So, you know, I, I, I wish Kanye would recognize his privilege and do better for himself and those damn kids, because Lord knows they need somebody in that house that has some sense. And the fact that Kim is the I one with all Kim the sense. I think Kim might be the one. I think... Because I, I know she's not going. I know they're not going to their grandmama. No, no. I think they might be okay. I think. I, I think, know they're not going to their Uncle Rob. No. Their Uncle Scott. No. Like, their mama seemed like she got some sense about her. I, I think that, that she might be protecting them And that them oldest from one, whatever him. her name is. Chloe. Chloe. Now, she's a hit and run son, so you never know where she's at. Wait, is but Chloe the uh, O.J. Simpson's daughter? Okay. Sorry. I, I hold true to that because Chris so? is... Chris, Somebody else is her damn daddy. She's built like a linebacker. She's and I don't so mean that. Tall. I, I just mean that, like, Chloe is a tall, she's tall, sturdy girl. Shoulders. She looks like she could have been, she could have been yes. at a Division One softball team. Like, I feel yes. like she could have been in the WNBA. She, yes. Like, I feel like she has skills there. And I'm like, but why your sister's all 5'5? Five, five? And she's the middle child, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's the middle one. So I don't know. It's funny because I was talking to, I did 23 and me and I was talking to someone about doing it and they're like, the first thing they said to me, they're like, I don't want to open Pandora's box. I said, excuse me, bitch. Uh, yeah, and they were like, nope, nope. Let's just let lying dogs lie. And she, you know, what's ironic is she had the hardest time moving on after her father passed. Yeah. She was the one that had the heart, not that they all didn't. So I'm not taking away everyone grieves in their own way, but I, I will say publicly she had the hardest time. Uh, getting, but she would she would be another one that I would be like she could probably take the kids and be fine. She's not a l- absolute lunatic. She seems loving and caring. I mean, she's somewhat. chasing after that raggedy ass man for some <sighs> reason, but you know, he's don't want you. <laughs> he really. I mean, it's he so sad. Don't want you. But you know what's? It's so funny because I was thinking about my early twenties and relationships in my twenties, and I'm like, there were so many times that I think back and I'm like, why did I? What was I doing? Who was I chasing after? The only difference was I was in my 20s. This girl is definitely in her 30s. Oh, yeah. Almost in her 40s. She's, girl. Yeah, no. They, it's time these to stop are adults. chasing. No, I'm on the same page. But they're so wealthy, they have nothing else to do. That's true. They just are so, they must be so, like what Corona is for us is their everyday life. Oh, that's true, because they're, they're quarantined 24-7 anyways. Except for when they have to like go to an event or... And even and then, then, even then close what do you sit in a chair and let someone else put makeup and do your hair? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's time to get dressed. And they're like, it's okay, just stand there and move your legs. Like you literally have to do nothing. It is literally quarantine. You are quarantined all the time. They are, must be bored out of their minds. That's true. That's being, true. Being That's that wealthy look. must be so fucking boring. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I've been like, I've seen, I saw him like drop from like one or two on Twitter down off completely because i think people are starting to get i think the kanye antics are starting to turn like it's like trump we're like okay well now this is getting stale we know that every time you speak you say something stupid so i mean you what's bu- the point you'll buzz for a minute and then we won't care now if they get a divorce that will be an interesting situation even if she divorces him i she's not going to do it until he is either like mentally healthy enough i think it's going to be so. interesting. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> like, I would, I, 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 I would hope so. I thought about it for a minute. I was like, like, oh, Lord, we can't do that because she's the only glue keeping him together, she, honey. You know. Cause... She really is. She's the only, which is also has to be a very tough place for someone who loves somebody who has mental illness. Because if you know you're their only person, right? They have the kids. And she can't even young. get to him because he's like. She can't. He's on. 
Kanye sounds like a cult. He is on the run. He is in Wyoming because that's where his this house is that he has, the where he did Life of Pablo. He has this ranch out in Wyoming. And I was like, you sound like the people from Waco. Yes. Like, you sound like you got a harem of people in this house, and you can ready to have them all drink Kool-Aid. Yes. Like, is it Jonestown? Yes. Like, I No, I'm know. serious. I, t- I literally said that, like, a month ago. I was like, if we don't, if we're not careful, Kanye is going to create a cult, and then everyone's going to drink the Kool-Aid. And I mean that. Like, I really want people to be, like, this is all fun, ha, ha, ha. So, at some point, it stops being fun. And so, people need to realize it and stop being hanger-oners. And just the first time J- Kanye comes to me and tells me that he is Jesus <laughs> is the day that I'm just going to be like, unplug me from the Matrix. I'm done. I don't want to play this game no more. No, like, fuck I'm going to think, you know what it will do? It'll spook me. I'll be I'll think that I got hit by a fucking bus and I've been in a coma for fucking 40 years. I will. I'll, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. I'll Twilight be like this. Zone. What is what is this? What is happening? What meds do you have me on? This I, is our world. Am I high? Is this an acid trip? No, it's like, the upside down world. This is where we, this is our everyday lives right now. This is it. And it's funny that you talked about Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle apparently flew to Wyoming to go to this ranch so that he could be there to help Kanye. You cannot help somebody and I was unless all like, you're a doctor. He's not on his meds. I don't know what y'all think y'all gonna do. You think you gonna talk to this motherfucker and just be like, listen, bro, want some real bro shit? No, dude, he needs a MD. Dave, unless you got, unless when you left Comedy Central and went and got you a PhD somewhere. Okay, unless you've got some citalopram, some divoporic acid. I don't know what you, lithium. I don't know what you think you gotta do because what he needs is to go to the doctor. He meet like immediately. Yesterday. Someone needs to trick him like they do kids. Like, come on, let's go get some ice cream. I bet you that's why he don't want Kim to get close to him because she probably oh, yeah. was all like, yeah. no, what we're going to tell him is that we're going to a fashion show and Anna right. Winter going to be there. Right. And then we're going to get there and I'm going to let them take him. We're we going to get on the jet. We're going to get the jet in the air. We'll even let him, he'll, we'll let him wear whatever he wants to wear. And then the psychiatrist wear... will, it will actually be the pilot. Yeah. And the pilot will come back and be like, hey, let's talk to you. Trank his ass. Let's get him to some sleep. And let's get his motherfucker fixed up. Something. Please I know. Fix we, we do pray for him and his family and anyone who's dealing with mental illness because it is not for the faint at heart. Yeah, mental health, especially right now. Yeah. Like, don't nobody want to go through this. Nobody. Well, I hope your week next week is a lot better. Thank you so much for... I know. Thank you so much for fucking being on the podcast this week. I know. I feel like we wasn't a Debbie Downer episode, but this was like a venting, which is what we do on this podcast. But I feel like I just was like, what is, am I the only one? Like there's a hundred other funny things we could talk about right now. But I'm like, am I the only one who believes every morning when I wake up, like it's, was that a dream? Or was that reality? No, I wake up every day and I think about the day before and I'm like, that didn't really happen. No way. And then I start moving this whole discussion about the speaker of the house and the whole like we don't need science to keep the kids out of school and I was all like and you know how you you know how we're big on clickbait now so we'll read the heading right, or something and right. you know we won't go past no I read the whole article and I was all like oh no she said that yeah no science means nothing facts I, don't matter I was like that's alarming <laughs> it's more than alarming like, because you just send your girl what do you back. believe in then if you don't believe in science like I don't like like, what are we talking about? I don't, I, you know, science is everywhere, right? Like, we're just, it's so everywhere. And the color so you many, dyed your hair is science. Everything, what you're doing now, <laughs> like, breathing. that's all science. Like, I don't understand. 
facts still remain facts. You can you can make up whatever you want in life, but facts are very much still facts. Yeah, she caught me off guard. And so, like, I went to sleep and I woke up and I was like, that didn't really happen yesterday. No way. No one said that. And then I looked and I was like, oh, no, no. No, because now we just, everyone says whatever they want. Whatever pops into your brain now, you can make a sign and you can just go oh, and yeah. believe it. And everyone has a PhD now. Did you? Yeah, everybody. I, everyone's a doctor. Everyone's an economist. Been, yep, yep. Like, every, I'm like, everybody knows. Everyone's the chief of police. Like, they all have all the ideas. And it, I'm just like, uh, I'm sorry. I have just my bachelor's degree. I don't. Some, it's okay to say, I don't know enough about this. 100% okay <laughs> to say that. <laughs> like, to go, I don't feel comfortable enough sending my kids to go here because I don't feel comfortable enough. And I've done some research. And the research I've done doesn't feel right, doesn't feel safe. Yeah, all I'm saying is the CDC there. says that I shouldn't send my kids to school. That's it. That's what the CDC That's said. all I'm running with. The people that we've been really, really leaning on for quite a bit of time. Apparently not anymore. Sure. Okay, Nevada, can you guys wear your masks and stop fucking tweeting? Hashtag non-masker, hashtag unmasking. My body, my choice, or whatever. Please stop doing that. We are number two in the nation. We look stupid. You know who was first? Mississippi. I thought it was going to be Florida. But it was Arizona. Mm. And I said, well, no one's tweeting about not wearing masks in Florida because they're just not wearing masks. Yeah, I was going to say, there are nobody, tweet there, about it. nobody in Florida is wearing masks. Yeah. They apparently are immune to Yeah, they disease. were like, no, I believe that they all are getting sick, but no one is going to ever get actually tested. Oh, yeah, because you remember earlier in this whole, he said, oh, when it comes summer, the virus will die. Yeah, so they're I'm like, sure, duh. I'm sure they're all down there like. They're at the beach. We can't get it. We're but at the beach. Arizona doesn't surprise me. Feel this sand. Because the Feel one time I went to Arizona, I've been to Arizona twice. But each time I've been there, it's been like, like deliverance. Like it is, it is rednecky of the redneck. I don't trust a place that doesn't get seasons. Mm-mm. And it doesn't make any sense because you're next to a state that does. It's just hot. It's hell. It's hell. It literally is all the racists and all the Nazis reincarnated and put in Arizona. And they all just live there and there's nothing but sun all of the time. And poor New Mexico, no one even remembers them ever. The only time you ever think about New Mexico is when you actually physically look at a map. I forgot about New Mexico. I told you. New Mexico. Right? I mean, Arizona can go. We can give. We can get rid of Arizona and Florida. Because wasn't McCain the senator yeah. for... Yeah, let's get rid of Arizona and let's get rid of Florida. And a big chunk of Texas. Huge chunk of Texas. We need to get rid of Alabama, too. And Mississippi. <laughs> Anywho, on that note, <laughs> thanks thank you guys you. for tuning in again this week. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for again. having me. I we really, it. obviously, enjoy you being here. Um, you guys know that you can always uh, follow us on Instagram at the Hate Journals, and of course, Twitter Hate Journals. We still have our masks on sale on our website, thehatejournals.com. We just got some more. So go and get yourself a mask, honey, and let these people know that you do give a shit, okay? We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Later, guys.